0: Courtesy of Bow. Sports.com, Stitcher.com, iTunes to subscribe to his lovely sex Ed podcast for free. Tune in media for your mobile devices, Google Play Podcasts, and we are also on Spotify. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to the show that we so lovingly call Bow. The show totally, utterly, and foreverly dedicated to the Chicago Bulls and NBA Talk. I am Big Dave. I'll it up? It is a huge day, Chris is a big day and you don't know what happened you have no idea of the news you did not hear it and i saved it just for this moment just to <laughs> tell you i'm sure Bulls nation already is excited about it well a majority of them i'm sure they're excited about it but this is awesome stuff going on are you ready
1: uh, i am i'm am sitting down and ready at the microphone
0: are you sure let
1: me see uh i think i'm ready i don't have any beer or water with me but uh, you
0: don't yeah. have no beverage
1: Bottle of ginger
0: rail. What I'm a little all right. All right, all right. Well, we're still gonna do it. We're still gonna all do right, it. I'm set. Should have set. beverages, I'm man. Set. It's important. See so, so that, that, water. should I
1: sit back for the microphone in case I yell or scream?
0: No, no, you shouldn't sit back for the microphone. No, no, no. Keep right up on it. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: On Monday, when the Chicago Bulls play the Toronto Raptors, it is official. It is the return of Patrick Williams?
1: Oh, okay. Yes. It's been my joy. That, yes. That's joy. I am it's, excited. It's, I am excited. It's interesting, interesting because the last thing I heard was like someone said, well, he's going to the G League. Then someone said, I forgot someone said, why is he going to the G League? Why is he just mm-hmm. if he's ready to play? Just put him in the game. That's mm-hmm. the last I heard. So they skipping the G League?
0: They, they skipping skip the G League. Skip, okay. The G League game was supposed to be today. We're recording this on Sunday. The G League game was supposed to be today. Uh. And DeMar DeRozan kind of let it out, kind of let it out the bag on Friday because he was like, yeah, I'm going to go see him play Sunday in the G League. I'm going I'm going to the G League game to watch him play. That hadn't been confirmed. That hadn't been, you know, anything like that. And excuse me, when he said that, you know, of course, the media is like, oh, OK, they're asking. So um, Patrick's been playing the G League game. And then the, the PR is like, well, yeah, we, we're not going to confirm that, that he's playing in the G League. The Bulls front office didn't want to confirm that or the, or the Bulls PR didn't want to confirm that he was uh, playing in the G League game because there had been nothing of note to say that he was. So after that, on Friday, Saturday, I believe they said he was going to see the Wind City Bulls. And then also on Saturday said we're recalling him from the Winter City Bulls. He's, <laughs> he's ready to go. You know what I'm saying? And so Sunday's game is out the window which I'm very happy about and he is going to play on Monday and I am really truly excited to see him play I'm excited to see him play
1: okay what do you expect to see well what are your expectations of Patrick Williams
0: oh well one to be able to run up and down the court let's start there (laughs) I just want him to run up and down which I'm sure he'll be able to do because his conditioning It's still going to be fine because it was a wrist injury. So he was still able to, you know, kind of keep up his conditioning. But there is no mimicking game action kind of thing. You know what I mean? So I just want to be able to to see like that's okay. Two, I want to see him take a fall and get up. I want to see that. You know what I mean? I want to see him hit the deck and get up and shake that off and be all right. Because, you know, he's a mutant. He's a Wolverine. Remember, he was supposed to be out six to eight months. And they said it was going to be all year. This Friday, on Friday, it was five months. <laughs>
1: it okay, was five so,
0: months on Friday. So he's so ahead I, of schedule.
1: So I gotta put now we the fact now we found out that Caruso kind of shortcut his recovery somewhat. Mm. So I'm no Caruso upset. was I'm, six.
0: I'm, Caruso was six.
1: He said something like he didn't wear a cast like he's supposed to, or something. I don't know, something like mm. that. Okay. You know, like he didn't wear, wear a So like and of course he's sore now, which I guess he's supposed to be sore, but
0: yeah, of course. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. It's gonna be but sore.
1: I'm a little worried that. You know, they push him ahead of schedule. You know, of course, you would say, how would they do that? This is their, their pick, their draft pick. They wouldn't risk any injury to him at all, whatever. Mm-hmm. Of course, he's up to play. Mm-hmm. So that aside, I'm a little worried that he's kind of like, uh, they kind of rush him a little bit. But, um yeah, man, I'm just, the more I, the more I watch the Bulls, the more I'm into this year's, next year's team. I think I told you about this before. So watching Patrick Wins out there running around before next year, obviously, and get to see him play before the next year see, the next year starts mm-hmm. is a wonderful thing. I want to see him take the ball close to the basket. I want Billy Donovan to say, listen, I want you, I want to see first of all, I want to see if you can go through the cup hard and finish strong over the basket, which is which means dunking the ball or mm-hmm. whatever, whatever you try to do when he got hurt. Two, I want Billy Donovan to say, I want you to just rebound the hell off the ball. Like your job is to rebound this year just rebound the ball, give them the two goals, you know. Maybe shoot the quarter three, fine, rebound the ball. <laughs> so this is good news. I, cause, because the, 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 the next game the Bulls are going to play, I was literally thinking for the first time this year, I didn't want to see the Bulls play i was like oh, wow. i don't want to see this game because i was like okay. after the fitness loss and i knew he was going to lose the game but it's how they lost of course seeing back okay. hurt one for seven seven shots mm-hmm. i'm like i don't want to watch this I, I, the first time i was like i don't want to watch the Bulls play i'm like wow because mm-hmm. i know it's going to be a boring game not bad, a bad game probably and i'm going to be disappointed somewhat probably but knowing okay. that Patrick Williams was back same thing for the caruso Caruso came back in be a little more pumped for the game obviously so Thank you. That's great news. I am more personally more pumped to watch the game <laughs> now. I have more to look at than DeMar DeRozan, Levine, and the Bits kind of disappoint me, disappoint me. Now I just look at Patrick Williams, run around and see what he can bring to the team. So, and
0: if he disappoints you?
1: He won't disappoint me. Just
0: okay, fair. Back,
1: All right. Back. I, I, yeah.
0: How long until I, he'll you'll put him on the disappointment? Because there's 12 games left, so he'll have oh, time to oh, get oh, actual. So,
1: as a whole? As yeah, a, as a whole. The team? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um. will be to the playoffs.
0: Okay. The playoffs is when you'll be judging everybody. They kind of
1: clean slate right there? I think so, a certain extent, because they, they're, clear, they're clearly going to be a 5C. I don't think they're going to be a play-in. So I think mm-hmm. now these games are kind of like they stay state the playoffs, so mm-hmm. to speak. Done this. Oh, my God, 3-2-1. I don't think that matters now. It's, it's just getting the playoffs. Then yeah, hopefully... Because lo- the reason why I love the playoffs, as you know, Dave, isn't anyone else loves the playoffs, is that that's, that's when you get a chance to see. That's when, you, that's when your name gets made, right? That's when you get to see, like, who could up the level of the game, right? Mm-hmm. Who could step up and get buckets, right? This is how we judge Harden. Mm-hmm. Right? This is how we judge a lot of players, right? Playoffs, what are you going to do? And DeMar has been there, but Dara, DeMar has hit a certain ceiling. He has a pass. One named LeBron. But also, in general, we see him sort of flounder a little bit in the playoffs certain certain respects everyone else you know on the boards not a lot of spirits even including Vucevic you want to see how they come and play and how they meet the uh you know the will of the other team meet the moment you know um so you see you know, I want to see how they raise the level and, and and you can kind of tell through people's play in the playoffs you know when they believe something, even though they may lose, you're like, okay, he's really trying to win. Like he feels like he could he could, he could, affect the game offensively, defensively. You want to see that attitude, that motion there. So playoffs, I, I, I want to see where they're at now because Billy Donovan, and of course, the whole Bulls nation has been talking about this team is like stage one of like preparing to be a great team. You got to go through the lumps. So these playoffs should be going through the lumps. And I want to see how our, stars approach these lumps in the first year and the endeavor to win the championship in the next year or two.
0: Okay. Well, let me let me back up uh back to Patrick Williams though. Cause mm-hmm. you said something that was interesting. You wanted to see him uh just rebound, like be that, I guess, uh stretch for, you know, use that size and his versatility to go in there and kind of battle, you know, and give the Bulls some help on the rebounding tip. Uh which is Which will be interesting because he's never been like a really strong rebounder. I was looking it up and he's only double digits in rebounds three times,
1: Um,
0: and that was all you know in the previous year, his rookie season. So, and even this year, um, before he went out, uh, rebound totals. Which I, it's funny I can just actually read them because he didn't play many games. Um, One four four zero two. So he he was is not what he was on, you know what I'm saying. He wasn't really getting rebounding. He also didn't get any double digit scoring. With, but I'm not faulting him for any of that. Like, yeah, I wasn't looking at him for to be that double digit scorer. I was looking at him to um, hit open threes, which he was doing. Yeah. <laughs> he was hitting he was hitting open threes. Um, but you want him you you said this though last year. This isn't the first time I am be saying stuff like this. You were talking about this last year about him being a better rebounder and just trying to be more so on, on that level.
1: Yeah, well, let's step back a little bit. Now, remember, you know, Patrick Williams is still trying to find himself as a basketball player. So the Bulls have him, or they're, they're asking him to do a monster tour of things, throw the ball down the court, rebound, score Says, got the best player. Mm-hmm. And he's barely played anything in the NBA basketball. So the reason why i am trying to narrow it down to one of the things, is because he has to a hand play in kind of basketball. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if he's going to bring the ball down the court, at, if, if he's going to be trying to be like Tracy McGrady or Scotty Pippi anymore, or LeBron James, meaning LeBron James going to the playoffs. If he is great, but I got a feeling they're going to sort of like bring him off the bench and not and ask him to be that five to a player. Right. You know, we'll uh, hit open threes, of course, guard. And then I would like some emphasis on rebounding. That's what the mm-hmm. team needs. I think he has the body to do it. Um, but you're right; that's a skill, right? That's a want to. That's a thing. Mm-hmm. But, um, the thing. But Bulls need it, especially on the offensive end. Mm-hmm. And I, I would love to see, you know, emphasis on that from him. I don't know if it's possible, but I have to say, I just haven't seen this year for anybody on the Bulls. Mm-hmm. I just want to see that, and I think he's big enough and athletic enough with the jumping ability and then with the body to really try to like, okay. I'm not going to bring the ball down the court anymore. I'm not going to do all these things they want me to do. I'm going to do these two or three things, and that's it. Mm -hmm. So I hope that's the case.
0: Okay. And, I I mean, I don't disagree with you. Uh, I'd like to see his rebounds definitely improve uh, to just show that he's got that um, that want and that desire to go inside and, you know, kind of battle with these guys. Because I think that's – and you just touched on it right there. I think that's what um, kind of – influences that desire to want to see that is we see his body, you know what I'm saying? We see how big he is, we see how athletic he is. Uh we see how long he is, you know, we see how big his hands is. He got all these things. And you're like, well, that should be, you know, eight rebounds at least, you know, like that should be eight rebounds a minimum a game. So I yeah, I agree with you. Um I do want to see more of it. It's just it's just interesting. I want to know if that's the focus of him, which is why I asked the question, because it didn't seem like the focus of uh, the previous year. And I'm sure they, they were asking him to do different things uh, yeah, last year. Yeah. He played yeah. shooting guard. You know what He's I mean? He played stuff, the three, yeah. he played the four. Like, he was playing so many different positions because there was tons of injuries and things like that. And he started, you know, every game as a rookie. You know, like you said, he was trying to find himself and figure himself out. Um, but this year, uh, you... How can I say it? I don't disagree, but I don't agree. But I feel you, though when you want like to simplify the game as far as like get the rebound, you know, defend and shoot the three. And that's what you need. I think that role has kind of changed mm-hmm. uh, about what we need from him uh, at the season that's going on uh, because of the injuries, because of Lonzo and everybody being out because of Caruso. I mean, not Caruso because of uh, Vucevic and how, you know, his offensive game hasn't been on point like we're used to seeing it that I think they need a little bit more uh from him. I don't know if they'll get it or if they'll ask him to get it coming right off the, you know, the bat, you know what I mean? Like brand new, you know, out 5 months, okay, now go score 20, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not I'm not saying that, but I I do think it's kind of shifted. And and plus coming in off the bench, another thing we need is scoring punch. You know what I mean, scoring power, you know what I mean? We need him to put the ball in the basket and actually be that threat. Uh also, but I, I, but I do agree with that point that what you're saying, like you need the rebounds, you do need the threes and you do need to him to defend. And if that's all you get, I'm not upset about it. You know what I'm saying? But I just do think that it's kind of shifted as the season's gone.
1: Yeah, you're right. Because like and I said, because like we don't know, like so far, it was like run around, forgot your game. Right. Do, do we need him to run around, and figure out a game with like what, 12 games left or whatever? I mean, like, like he mm-hmm. can do that. Or do you want to say, all right, man, it hurt. Just do these things. You know, I don't know what the hell I got of him. I don't know. You know, he may be high from corner three. He may be just very good at, as always, basically, oh, my God, he's way better cutter to the rim than I thought he was. You know, yeah. I missed that because he was doing that a lot.
0: Yeah, when yeah, he true. The he played. <laughs> he was. He was. But
1: like, he was. Like, or Billy, Billy might just say, Don Billy seems like a coach like that would just say, hey, just go out there and do your thing, whatever comes, home, happens. Instead of cause like I've been yelling at him for forever to like emphasize Vooch in the post, to like really like say, just give him the ball. And he seems to be the coach that that's like buying himself kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So and within the offense. So I don't think that's actually gonna be the case. But I would love because he seems like a sponge. Like he, he's like a, cause he's not that aggressive as we know mentally-wise. Right. So it seems like a guy, like you just tell him. What do you want me to do, Coach? And he, he right. You no, know, pick up French fries and uh, doing half time for me. Okay, I'll do that for you.
0: Right, right, you know, right. He'll do
1: that. So I, I just got, a, I just got a feeling if you do, if you sit there, you telling him like two things, and he will like, right, Coach, I'll do that for the team. And He'll just do that, and he'll just try to do his best at it. So that's a great point. But if that, that's not his game, and he's going to ruin his game by doing that. then I'm a horrible, you know, coach, and I'm a whole idea I have. <laughs>
0: but no i feel you and and you're right about the sponge because remember him in the g league we saw him like we had never really seen him as far as aggression is concerned yeah like he was he was yelling at teammates you know what i'm saying during halftime he was demanding the basketball you know in the crunch time you know he was talking like he was and he talked about that you know uh during some of those interviews he was saying you know this is what my coaches wanted from me Mm -hmm. so this is what they got and then you got to the regular season uh I guess, and they changed that role for him because obviously, you know, you had Zach, DeMar, Zoe, and Vooch. So it was more him trying to figure out, you know, where do I go? What do you want me to do, coach? You know, and things like that. I'll just be chilling. And it seemed like he was kind of finding it in the game he got injured in, in, in the Knicks game. We kind of saw it, right?
1: Yeah. You know, one aspect of his game that he does look, he does look good at doing, oftentimes uh, he sometimes get turnovers as passing. Like, uh, so I do wonder if him and Zach on the floor at the same time, would Zach get more catching shoots because he's a mm. boy hammer. That's what I'm saying. He does a lot of things. Just like so, it's hard to say just do two things. He does a lot, a little bit. He of does, anything.
0: yeah, multi-tool guy.
1: Right, but, but I, I, I could, I could maybe a benefit we're going to see is like his passing ability, his ability to draw some uh, traffic, okay, and get Demar and Levine more, you know, catching shoots versus yeah. the typical shots that Zach takes, particularly Zach. Um, yeah and, and of course caruso and then you know i.o macruso did not shoot well because his wrist no one can shoot because of their wrist their- <laughs> <laughs> but somebody hit a three-point shot when, when the pack gives you the ball
0: so okay but no i've and and i like the way you're looking at it it's 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 honestly a much smarter way to look at it and because i'm looking at it i just like okay i just want you to Go to the next game, you know. Like that's why I said I want to see him fall, yeah. and that's why I just want to see him run. Like I didn't even think about points, I didn't think about rebounds. I, but you're, but you're correct. You know what I'm saying? No, you're, you're. What you're saying is is way smarter because that's true. Like it's you should look for the basketball aspects of it. But because I guess you don't have time to 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 see that. You know what I'm saying? To, mm-hmm. to see like the running and the falling and the things like that and. You, you need because there's 12 games left and we need all these games like this is a playoff game pretty much happening on Monday. You know what I mean? Like, so you need all these games. So you need to see if he's able to have these skills, you know what I'm saying, uh, to move forward with this team, because they need every bit of his skill and everything that he can give us, man, because the Bulls have been reeling. you know what I mean? I believe they're three and eight uh, since the All-Star break. Um, just again, like you said, it took that ass whooping in Phoenix. Uh, it took took a loss the game before, and then lost to Sacramento. You know, just a lot of losing going on to teams that are elite and teams that aren't uh, so elite. Uh, which is why I mentioned Sacramento, which was crazy. That bad. That's just a bad loss. Um, but yeah, like I think he'll help. I don't think he's a savior. I hate that word now this year because people have used it a ton, and I don't know why they keep saying like Patrick. I, I, honestly, it, that's crazy. He's not. He's not a savior, He's not going to save anything. But he's going to help. That's why I, I definitely think he's going to help and and help a lot as far as bench production is concerned, as far as size is concerned, as far as actually somebody they got to actually guard, you know what I'm saying? And actually, you got to actually put somebody on him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whether he's struggling or not, you still got to look at him because you can leave him wide open for three. It's cool. He, he's shown that he can hit that, you know what I mean? That wide open shot and having another shooter out there, a spot up shooter, as you mentioned, um, is, is something the Bulls sorely need, you know, especially with Lonzo uh, being out. They need another guy like that.
1: Yeah, at the end of the day, there's a, somebody else who you can put in the game besides Troy Brown and, and Derrick <laughs> Your Jones. Your boy. Derrick Jones.
0: <laughs> who's, who do you hate more now? Troy Brown, oh, no, or like, Derrick I don't Jones? Hate them. You know?
1: It, it, it's just like well, who do you position.
0: not like more right because I know you i know fault. you don't like either really right now
1: it's, it's not, right, not, right it's not their fault because they're asked to do things they can't do like Dar Jones is perfect what he was beginning the beginning of the season when people helped him.
0: right when they had everybody don't help two
1: him. times and yeah, yeah. run out the floor and do crazy stuff right love that Dar Jones.
0: Like, hit the occasional three yeah Right. Like, mm-hmm.
1: now he's asked to do stuff he can't do And I'm like oh, <laughs> this to speak right you
0: know? right right
1: uh so well, Troy Brown would be the answer, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> but all these guys are playing out of position. Yeah, they're uh-huh. to do things they can't do. Hopefully, Patrick Williams could sort of level that off. Mm-hmm. Um, what's someone, you know, besides you know Troy Brown or you know Daryl Jones, could come off the bench actually contribute in multitude ways offensively and defensively? Mm-hmm. Um, in the end of the day, the team has got better. Because Patrick Williams is in the game, um, I think that's the bottom line, and yeah. they're on the path to hopefully getting that's true. for the playoffs, um, the closer. So, mm-hmm. I think this is going to be next year's team, um, definitely mm-hmm. for the NBA and for the sure. fans. Um, I do worry that that I know we talk about talking about Patrick Williams, but I do worry going forward that one for seven whatever games Zach had against Phoenix, that's worrying me a little bit. That was kind of weird.
0: yeah well
1: i'm like do we take a step back going here or
0: it was a weird game all around i guess we'll talk about it it was it was a weird game all around but to close that last segment, yes what you that last point you made is correct the bulls got better (laughs) like having him back the bulls are better like not to save you not all that whatever y'all want to argue but there's no argument that that actually makes them better having patrick williams on their team so it makes them better um but yes the phoenix game it was a weird game all around um, nobody scored 20 points <laughs> on the Bulls. Yeah. Uh, when Tristan Thompson is one of your leading scorers, you, you got a problem. You know what I'm saying? Like you had 11 points and that's 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 crazy that he's up there like that. But, you know, watching DeMar get 19 and, you know, and Zach just had the wildest stat line. Though, know, just 12 points and nine assists. But like you said, one for seven shooting, like seven shots. And the one shot he made was a dunk. You know, it was looking Yeah, it all looked amazing, right? Like on the back door. You know what I'm saying? Made the little cut, and Crusoe found him, and I was like, "Oh, that's awesome!" And then he just said, "All right, then well, y'all take care." <laughs> you I know, guess. and he, right, and he kind of disappeared. <laughs> so I think for a lot of fans, and you just mentioned it, it brings up, and I think this is going to happen just as we go on. Mm-hmm. People are going to be concerned about his knee, and you're going they're going to be worried and concerned. Even though he's not on an injury report or anything like that, and we know that it's just about pain tolerance and management, that this did nothing to quell those fears <laughs> of Bulls fans that, oh my God, Zach Levine will never be Zach Levine. Mm-hmm. So, what do you feel?
1: Well, you should, w- you're playing the best team in the league, and you're probably going to lose, right? You know, you're probably going to lose the game, but fans do. You don't want your Top player shooting only seven jump shots, seven shots. Nope. So he wasn't at the game, <laughs> and that's no fault of his own. He wasn't completely there, probably, probably because of the injury. Mm-hmm. So he probably said, "You know what? It's best I'm on the court doing something mm-hmm. than sitting on the bench, right?" That's what I have to chalk that up to. Just him, that game. He he pulled all out in Sacramento, whatever, and he's like, "This game, I I, I can't give it to you like that. I can't jump." jump jump shots like that can't put up 20 shots this game
0: mm-hmm.
1: i'm just have to give you the one for seven and mm-hmm. that by assists, and i can help out some other ways on the floor okay or he decided i had a bad game i hope that's that hope it's not that had a bad game because like i need you to go like one for 30.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah you know it, yeah. it's a bad game not one for right What a one for seven not one for seven right right
1: so i i was concerned that in, you know it's the best team in the league you had one of your worst games of the year. Mm. You know? Mm. So, like, you, that's, this is the game he's supposed to be go one for 20 and one, you know, one for 25. Right. And he was unable to do so against the biggest, best team in the league, where we just stepped up the most. Right. So, that's, that's true. So, that's for the that aspect I'm looking at. I'm like, I, you know, because Booker has no problem scoring 20 points in the first, first half, first quarter. No, they you don't. Know, no problem at all. <laughs> The Rosen ones didn't do it, you know, Vuce didn't do it, and Zach yeah. shoot the ball. Yeah, okay, I tested to you guys, you know, a little text trail I was like, Had Zach shot a jump shot all game? Did he shoot yeah. one jump shot the whole game?
0: Uh I mean, I don't I don't know, I don't but well, he obviously he, he did because he shot a three. So he I shot <laughs> one shot, Okay, he shot a three, so he, yeah.
1: <laughs> it was weird.
0: It was a weird game. And so and what him. made it even weirder was the fact he went to the free throw line 12 times.
1: Yeah, like getting, that's
0: not normal either for him.
1: Yeah, no, and he's got it way better at going to the hoop. <laughs>
0: which is weird right Right, yeah
1: confident going to the bucket and and receiving the contact and getting it shut off he's gotten better at that
0: yeah that's weird (laughs) right with a knee injury right (laughs) that's so strange like and I thought I said this when his uh injury first kind of happened I said well I kind of look at this as somewhat of a blessing because now he has to figure out other facets of his game to still be an elite basketball player because all greats have to do it. At some point in time, you got to mm-hmm. figure out something else you're good at because you can't really use your athleticism, your entire career, or you'll be stromile swift. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're, you're out the lead. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. what it is. Yeah. So watching him develop, no, cause you saw him develop that three, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And you saw him do things like that, but I wanted to see him get to the paint more and I wanted to see, you know, a better jump shooter kind of thing from Zach. Uh and one of those has happened. Like he he started going to the paint more, which is what I don't expect with a knee injury, but it's happening now. And the way he's getting contact now, it's not just guys swiping at him and they're not calling it. Like he's drawing like for real contact when he's going to the paint now. Like he's making himself seen and 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 known now. And it wasn't happening previously. Like it's the second game in as many games he's had multiple uh, times at the free throw line. Cause the last game I remember him doing that was uh, the Detroit game. Cause he went to the line like 10 times in that one as well. But I didn't, It's it says something to me that it happened against an elite team that is really good defensively, mm-hmm. that he was able to get to the paint and get to the line.
1: Yeah. And one of my biggest concerns was the biggest concern? Uh, a concern of mine was that he was he used to get stripped a lot going to the bucket. Like I, yeah. I used to be like, why? a lot of two guys in the lead, they don't get stripped like he does. He gets stripped yeah. a lot. It's something yeah. when he handles the ball by yeah. position, he's not doing right. Agreed. And he hasn't really got a strip going to the bucket anymore. That's so, true. I'm only, I, I've been, I have a concern. Another concern of mine is what my complaint is that he is such a catch and shoot, very good catch-and-shoot mm-hmm. ball player. Right. I think he often gets lazy on his jump shots because he's so athletic. I think... What do you mean? And, 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 your, and his shot, you know, his shot um, selection is questionable. Mm-hmm. That, and to your point, you told me correctly, it was like, well, it got better, but Ball was a point guard, right? Yes, like, correct. Yep. Made it, it sure easy. Was, it didn't take crazy mm-hmm. shots. But even with that said, I still think he should be at the point in his career that he shouldn't have had to have Ball on the court to give him some quality, quality shots on the floor. Okay. You know, Um. so, but nothing's perfect he's injured and things don't go right right it can't go as planned right but but it's gonna see him at least improve his game somewhat while injured <laughs> on the, on that's,
0: the- yeah and it's, it's wild like it's really he's really improved his game like that like i was i just love watching him go to the bucket now like i'm like dude look at zach he's going to the bucket yeah. and he's getting those foul calls you know what i'm saying and that's important because he was not getting those at all and even looking at his stats like People complain about his knee and and not looking right. He's still, these last few games, averaging like 26 a game. You know what I mean? So he still is putting up those kind of numbers, but it's wild because you can still tell something's off. You know what Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like he's putting up those numbers, he's scoring, but you're still looking like, "Mm, it ain't quite there. You know, yeah. And obviously it won't be because, you know, it's a knee injury and that's great. And two days off, you know, will bode well. I think he'll come out Monday looking a little differently. You know what I'm saying? Uh more spry as i keep using uh okay. for him i think he'll look a little more spry on that but but yeah like his his isn't concerning to me because i can point to it and say i know why because your knee that's it the other guy i'm looking at though is martin rosen mm-hmm. now that's the one i'm looking at because i don't know what to point to uh on that and i know and i'm not saying i need him to be hercules you know or or zeus like he was being – that dude was myth, mythological, you know what I'm saying, in February, and he's been the one carrying everyone. Mm-hmm. But you can't put up 19, you know what I'm saying, like against this kind of team. And he's been kind of quiet, I would say, in these past couple of games. Like he's scoring. You know, he's getting, he was he was getting 25, you know, getting that, but they were quiet, you know what I mean? They weren't, you know, those loud points that he was getting um, previously. Again, I don't need him to be Hercules. I don't need him to do – Zeus, you know what I'm saying, mythology, God of War, you know what I'm saying, he'll need to be Kratos, you know what I'm saying, I don't need him to do all of that, that would be nice, you know what I mean, but that's, I don't need that from, I'm not like, well, he isn't doing that, then, you know, he's terrible, it's not what I mean, but I do need his points to mean and matter, and I guess my question, is it more so something he's not doing, or is it now teams are now knowing how to defend him, because he's seeing a lot of double teams now. And he said that he's, he said it at a press conference, I'm seeing more double teams than I've ever seen in my career.
1: Well, I think when you play the better teams, they know how to, they, they, they have better players, more versatile defenders, and they can play you better defensively. Yeah. Right? Two, um, the way he gets his shots, he needs space. And you notice in those games, he gets double team, he passes the ball out. Clank, I O Clank, Russo <laughs> Clank, okay, Jarrod Jones Clank,
0: Clank Clank
1: Green, you open, I don't care. <laughs> so they're not like scared so. They, so even if Green hits one or two, they're still gonna double team tomorrow. Yeah, they'd rather him score fifteen or twenty than not. But you know who could score fifteen or twenty? Patrick Williams could do that if you didn't move all time. Mm. So they're willing to sacrifice other guys. And, and it's been obvious, it's been said on the broadcast. Like, they're sure. just selling out, like, we don't care if if Green hits 10 threes in a row or Caruso Ayo hit 10, 10, hit 10 threes in a row. Right. We're gonna keep double teaming with tomorrow. Right. And there's been some bad passes though. He jump passes a lot. He does. He's done a lot um, since he started with the Bulls. And it hurts, it bites him. Um, but yeah, at a certain point, like, you know, Devin Booker, on well, the Phoenix Suns, don't stay the Phoenix Suns. They have a lot of people around them that give them space. That's fact. If he carrying pain, his layups, by accident. He hits somebody seven foot two, they got a guard. So he goes away laughing at people hitting layups because they got seven twos right there. Of mm-hmm. course, he can hit layups. It's the team around him. That's a great point. Right. So, it's... so, but, but at the end of the day, though, if you're tomorrow, you still have to play better. You still got to yeah. find ways to score because if you, you know, we you know these great players on the league, you know, bad team and good teams. You've mm-hmm. seen Bill in the Washington, he can still drop 30 he lose. He so does. Now, you know he what I'm does. saying? So so uh he hasn't diversified his office that much mm. as far as driving. It's been a lot of like I'm searching for my fadeaway. You yeah. know I brought up Bill, what, what Bill would do, he would shoot jump shots, but he would drive yeah. a lot. Yeah. No, you know, he's a really good driver. He's crazy layups, athletic layups from different angles and stuff like mm-hmm. that. DeMar has not been able to drive the ball mm-hmm. that well, and so he's relying on punt faking and the, and the 15-foot shots within the same area all the time.
0: Tough but yeah. the doesn't find
1: his office that much.
0: Mm. I and think... Uh,
1: Coupled with the bad shooting support, I think is the issue.
0: Okay. I think the other facet of it and you kind of touched on as far as, you know, the spacing and, you know, not being scared of anyone um, shooting the ball or anything like that. I'll get into Kobe White a little, in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the other part of that is, is Vooch. Uh, him not scoring and him not being as serious of a threat, um, especially from the three-point line, uh, really kind of hurts a lot. You know what I'm saying? For what this team is, is trying to do. And his spacing as far as what he can do. Cause remember when DeRozan was going off like that, it was it was one on one and he had put he had plenty of room to dance, you know, mm-hmm. and just figure out his space. Now when he goes one on one, it's not it's the spacing isn't as right. You know what I mean? He can't um hit those certain at like it's like dance dance revolution kind of thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> He can't hit them certain arrows on the floor, you know, so he he can hit that, hit that, you hit that whop, you know what I mean? Hit that Reebok, you know what I mean? Hit that running man, right? You know what I mean? He'll do it, but it ain't the one he really want to do, you know what I'm saying? So, and he'll hit, it might go in the cave, but it's not as easy no more, you know what I'm saying? Not as smooth. And of course, Lonzo being out is one of those big reasons as well, because him being a three point shooter, you know, he kind of spaces the floor, but it makes it easier for you. But Vooch is also a guy who can space the floor for you. And Vooch is also a guy that can score for you. And he's a guy you got to to lean on. And I've been riding on for Vooch, you know, all season long. And I'm still riding for Vooch all season long because, you know, he's important. He's good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, know. I like the fact that him slumping is still, you know, 18 and 11. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's a, oh, he's having a terrible season. You know, like, man, that's, that's all right. You know, but. And, and you're right, you know what I mean, in the sense that he's not averaging the 20 and 10, shooting 40% from three that we used to seeing, but 18 and that's still damn good. But he, he's he got to be better. Uh, he just has to be. He, he has to be better score. I'm not even talking about him defensively because I don't know why people jump on him so hard defensively because he's pretty much out there on an island a lot, you know what I'm saying, by himself uh, defensively. If so, of course, he's going to get worked. You know what I mean? It's not Gobert. You know what I mean? You can leave Gobert by himself. It's Gobert. But, yeah, Vooch is going to need that help. Another thing Patrick Williams, I think, uh, will kind of provide, uh, as we touched on uh, earlier. But, yeah, man, I, I got to see more from Vooch, you know? I got to see more from him, and I want to see more three-point shooting from him. I know people don't want him to take so many threes. I want to see more threes, because the Bulls are lowest attempts in, in the league at, at shooting threes, and he's a threat, and I'm just hoping he can figure it out. You know, in time for the playoffs.
1: Well, I, I want to see him hit more threes. Yes.
0: Well, yes. What but is, I want, but you, you got to take and him, you, him to hit
1: him. Right, and that's and and that, he made a good point in in, in the sense that Vooch was hitting the three. I don't know percentage wise, but he was a threat when you know the uh, was out there because mm. oftentimes he wouldn't run to the rim. He would hover he would, out. By the, by the yes, correct. Mm-hmm. So he's not a great rim runner, sort of, sort of, sort of speak. So. Mm. So I think teams are just, as you see, even wide open and daring him to hit multiple threes. And you see them to the point where now he's missed so much that he's out there, he doesn't look for it. Which I don't mind so much, but you got to at least dive to the bucket or do something to paint. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, so like he hasn't looked for it as much anymore because he hasn't been shooting that well. And that's part of the reason why. Like you mentioned before, uh, DeMar doesn't have the spacing. And mm. just in the whole team as a whole don't have a lot of consistent threats. Three points, uh, three point or 17 feet out, whatever. they just don't.
0: Right. And,
1: and it's, in, it's the end of the year, these good, better teams they're playing have better defenders, they're better schemed, mm-hmm. and they're willing to sell out more. And like that the regular season is not the game two game of week two? No, mm-hmm. I want to see these dudes convert, you know, besides uh, the Mar. Mm-hmm. And of course, in this is Zach Levine, that now they're leaving Zach Levine open. they're not worried yeah. about him either. Yeah. So, but DeMar has no one on his team besides Kobe White, probably, that they do want to play that word about uh, as a threat from the outside to give him space. And of course, you know, if you know number two guy, catch your jump shots as well, Zach Levine, it's going to look bad. It's going to look bad. But, it, but if you're DeMar, you know, you pay a lot of money, you know, great player and everything. I got to see something. I got to see more than I got to see better, you know. In in a loss, right? You got to see different. Yeah. See the same, you know. Go to the bucket more or something. Do something, you know. Something like be 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 great. You know, you Mm -hmm. were great before, but got to find other ways, man. I don't know. It's it's harsh criticism, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, it's very hard, but I I mean, it's warranted. I mean, you know, this is a guy who might be who we were talking about being first team All NBA uh this guy like a leading vote getter at his position you know for an all-star game you know was just a player of the month uh in february who has been astronomical and great all the way to march you know what i'm saying like he's been great all the way to, to this point and he's still good you know what i'm saying like i don't want that lost here i'm not beating him down like he's trash. i mean i just saw him drop 36 on detroit you know what i mean then the next game he dropped uh, twenty six. Um, so he scores, and he's going to do that consistently, 21, 25, things like that. But it's just the it fact that I team. saw him. Do it against a good team. I know. That's what I'm about to say. Like, it's just the fact that I got to see that against, you know, a team like Cleveland because I saw you against Cleveland. And, you know, I mean, not Cleveland. I'll say you against uh, Phoenix. And, you know, I dropped. I saw you drop, you know, 19. And I'm like, ah, oh, you can't do that. You know, we can't go out like that uh, against that kind of team. Like, I really do need you to, you know, be that guy. But I don't need you. I'm not saying be Hercules all the time, like I keep saying. I don't. I'm not saying that, but I do need you to impact it a little more.
1: This roster, and I think Demar said it in an interview. Like we could go. He mm. he said each one, each player of his team. I forgot the exact word that he said, but it's, it's summing up. He essentially said each person, each player on his team really, really lifts, really lifts up the play of the other person on his team. Mm. And, and 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 basically, he was saying that. You know, this is kind of like a shoot. We kind of see that, right? With those holes, they just look different. They're mm-hmm. holding healthy, right? Any team does, but this team especially, because they, you know, <clears throat> this, <clears throat> this, this this feels different. It feels like they complement each other so well. They up the, lift up each other's game. Mm-hmm. Like, DeRozan went on this crazy scoring streak, but naturally he's going to fall off. Then naturally there's a Zach turn to take up the slack. Well, he can't now. Right. He can't take the slack. You know, DeMar's not going to be a B. Or, or Jokic or the Joker, for the main of the season, this is not going to mm. happen. Right. So he needs the complimentary star to pick up the slack. Is Zach, but Zach is isn't able to lift them up. You know he's going to need you know ball to lift him up for, from the, from them up from 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 defensively, um and also from outside shots. He's not there, so Demar's not going to have that that thirty five point streak. You know, see so that gonna yeah. be MVP yeah. level. Demar the whole season. This team, right? Of course it's not. Truly. Compliments each other, they just do it so well
0: mm-hmm.
1: that one car goes away and you kind of see it right, it's just it's just not yeah. the same, yeah. And that's yeah. not true for every team, it's just not true for every team. No,
0: no, it's not. Some, some teams are well oil machines, but usually those are the teams that are going deep in the playoffs as well, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? When they can look like, I mean, we just saw Phoenix. I mean, they don't have Chris Paul, they didn't have Jameson Crowder, they didn't have Cam Johnson, you know what I mean? And they still look like a machine out there, yeah. you know what I mean? So, and of course, <laughs> we plan on them making a very, very deep playoff run, you know. And a lot of that, I think it's lost in this too, is again, this is year one uh, of this kind of new team right here uh, outside of, you know, like Vooch and Zach, you know, who we peeled the previous year, but this is pretty much a brand new team and they're ahead of schedule uh, as far as, you know, what they look like the first few months, they were really way ahead of schedule say, said, for a lot now. of people. <laughs> no, not now, not now, yeah. right now they're, they're where I thought they would be, which is why I had mm-hmm. them sixth. You know what I'm saying? Like, I picked them six at the beginning of the season and I'm still kind of holding to that um, right now while everybody just kind of panics <laughs> and jumps off of clips and, you know, dies. I'm like, this has been the best season I've seen in like five years. Like, I'm enjoying the hell out of this. Like, every game mattered. When's the last time games have mattered with 12 games left? You know what I'm saying? Like, this, this is great for me. You know, the United Center will actually be packed. You know what I'm saying? In, in, in freaking March. You know what I'm saying? For a game that's important and not just like because uh, Jimmy Butler's coming to town. You know what I'm saying? Or something like that. No, it, these games matter. And you've got to come support your team because they matter. And we haven't had that in quite a long time. So I'm enjoying the hell out of this season, especially with my expectations of where they were uh, for this team, which, I, again, I think they'll still hit. But, yeah, man, I, they look so good when they're all together, when everybody's on the floor. We saw, we saw it. You know, we, we saw how the defense works. We saw how everybody kind of fits and losing a couple of those, they held it down and, and shout out to them for holding it down as long as they did. You know what I'm saying? Because what they're going through now is what we thought they were going to go through early in the season, you know, and yep. early on in the season, you know, when they went on that gauntlet stretch, you know what I'm saying? In the West, we just thought, okay, everybody's like, you know, <laughs> 0-8, it's over. They're dead. You know what I mean? Forget it. They're not winning. And they didn't do that. They actually kind of rallied around and did their thing, but even though everybody was out, the one constant was Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball was the constant. You know, he was the one that was constantly there. Even when DeMar went out, even when uh, uh, Zach went out, even when Vooch was out, you know, all those guys went out. The constant was Lonzo Ball. And he just, obviously, you're showing, you're seeing how important he is uh, to this team. So the update on Lonzo, uh, I don't know. If you if you heard the yeah, latest update. No but yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't good. Um I believe he they try every time they just Billy Donovan, every time they try to ramp him up, he uh feels discomfort, he feels pain. He's still dealing with a bone bruise. Now, the surgery on the meniscus is fine. They said it went well, that's not the issue. The issue is the bone bruise. Mm-hmm. And he continues to feel that, which is what put him down anyway from yeah. the beginning was, was the bone bruise. And so we're going into week seven uh, of the six to eight weeks. And basically, it's not a setback, but it's not a step forward either. Right, so right. they're kind of just still idle in, in where they are with Lonzo Ball. Um, I know my concern level is different, but I don't know where yours is. Uh, where is your concern level with uh, Lonzo Ball right now?
1: Well, in terms of
0: him season? being – yes, as far as in terms of him being back in time – at least to play a couple games in the season, because I it's, think we're still on the page. He'll be back for the playoffs, right?
1: Yeah, it's interesting because, okay. like, at a certain level, there's some kind of math right here that could be happening. a certain level with, with times your expectations of the Bulls, right? So, like, yeah, if you thought the Bulls were going to win a championship, they ain't going to happen because lots of Ball's hurt. Cause, because right. of Ball's hurt, right? If you thought they're going to make the second round, then obviously you're concerned. But maybe they could do that without Ball being a hundred percent, right? You know, but um I want him to play, obviously, contribute. I'm I'm at the mindset that I think he he may make one of these great weeks of workouts during the playoffs and they're gonna stick him in. Mm. And it's gonna be like, should he be playing? Is he with next year? Is he gonna help? Right. And he's gonna look gimpy out there, they're gonna sit him back down. So I think I I that's what I look at. I'm looking at I'm looking at he won't see progression until in the playoffs and then he will get spot time in the playoffs. Okay. Um, I did think that because that that injuries are, you know, tough, like any injury, injury. But you know, yeah. I, I have a feeling that he may not progress as fast as like a wrist wrist injury. Um, mm. um so yeah, man, that's why my brain, I'm just like, this is next year, man. This is all about next year Bulls.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that's true. Um that's definitely true. But With Lonzo, I think my concern level hasn't hit yet. Mm -hmm. Uh, I keep saying, because in my head, all I keep saying is six to eight weeks. That's all I keep hearing is six to eight weeks. And I'm like, okay, I haven't hit week eight. That's all I keep saying. I'm like, I ain't hit week eight yet. So I can't can't give that panic to it yet. I'm not saying it's good or anything like that, the news that you're hearing, because obviously you want to see somebody kind of ramping their thing up. When it's getting this close, to, you know that time, and especially if they're trying to ramp him up, that means the surgery went well, you know, and it's done, and it's just about you know him right now. But that bone bruise is annoying, and that could linger and continue on uh, as the season goes on. So, but again, once it gets over eight weeks, I think that's when I'll change my um, uh, concern, my level of concern as far as where where it should be at, uh, Philonzo Ball. But right now, I'm just like, man, just, okay, just chill. Take it day by day. You know, bruises heal. They hurt. You know what I mean? Like, take your time. (laughs) We'll see how it goes. You know, at least I know that, you know, it's not because of the surgery or anything like that. No, it's a bone bruise and things of that nature. Um, But I think the biggest thing, Chris, is the difference from Caruso and uh, Patrick Williams is he – he can't do the conditioning that he needs to do mm-hmm. to get back on the floor yeah. uh, as quickly as possible and be as effective as quickly as possible. You see Caruso's minutes restriction is like 25 to 30 and he's still playing like basically 30. And I don't even know why, how that's a minutes restriction yeah, for yeah, a dude yeah, coming I, yeah, off the bench. Yeah, so, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> that's yeah, so crazy yeah, so, to, yeah. to be me. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. That's, that's not a bit that's, that's literally the time you play coming off the bench as, as a bench player. Uh, it's 25 to 30. And I think Patrick Williams might get that same thing, maybe a little less because, you know, his were months instead of, you know, like six to eight weeks, it was six to eight months. So mm-hmm. his might be a little different. Um, but Zoe with a knee injury and you're my starting point guard, like, I don't know what his minutes will be like to the point until you say, okay, let's ramp him up. Let's get him in. Let's ramp him up. Let's do it. So that's, that's when I think I'll have the real concern. Cause I mean, a best-case scenario, he comes back with, what, five games left? And, you know, has time to, you know, get himself acclimated and everything like that. So, yeah, again, I'll say it. Like, until he gets that eight – when it hits that eight weeks, then my concern level will, will raise. Yeah.
1: I, I want to hear, at least, it's progressed.
0: <laughs> right. You want to hear that. Right, right, Not right, right. Right.
1: Uh, what my item here is that I don't think that – these, these, I think, these injuries are really affecting. Them. It's, it's kind of obvious, but I don't think it's been mentioned a lot. These injuries are, are affecting the shooting of the Bulls. I don't think it's a question that Jack questions that Zach Levine's shot is not the way it is mm-hmm. because of his knee. We play basketball, 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 basketball before. We know that if something's weird, your elbow, or your wrist, or your leg or knee jumping jump mm-hmm. shot, it's called a jump shot. It affects your timing. Mm-hmm. And I think you see it with, uh, of course, with Caruso, you see it with Zach throughout the year, and I think you'll see with Ball, that these, and even Patrick Williams, to a certain extent, that they're not robots. Mm. These injuries affect their stroke and how they jump and shoot. And you may have to, we may have to prepare ourselves for the fact that this team may shoot poorly for the field. Mm. The ball does not come in shooting 30, 40% for a three-point lane anymore. Could be wrong, but you, you you can't jump fully and you you know, nursing a leg injury or something, the enemy It's yeah, it's shot not gonna be the same. It's just
0: right, right, right.
1: You know, it's gonna you know, be different. Steph Curry has issues like when he gets hurt, so you know, it's true. The ball. Even Steph has issues, yeah, Steph. Clay
0: Thompson, yeah, you're it's
1: right, Thompson, right? So, like, I Defensively, yeah. Of course it's better for them to be on the floor, but I'm just preparing myself, watching these guys kind of struggle more mm. than usual for the, okay. for the outside from the shots.
0: That's fair. Um, last thing I wanted to touch on was uh Kobe White. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause I've been talking about him a lot lately, uh, on uh, CHGO mm-hmm. because I like, you know, I liked where he was. Uh he kind of found found his groove kind of after coming back from that uh Injury, you know, when he was out for a while, and he was missing layups, and people like trade him immediately. I'm like, he's played four games, like, <laughs> like dude, relax.
1: you looked like he ain't lifted weight in like ten years, like, cause he couldn't. <laughs> like my arms, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, right. So, uh, <laughs> but he um, some weights, man. back.
0: Yeah, give him a chance. T- just get acclimated, and he did. He got acclimated, and he got comfortable, and then he just went on a run where he was just double digit scoring like all the time, and then closer to the end of the All Star break the scoring was on point. It was like 15, 22, 16, 24, and 31. You know, like he really was, you know, found his groove about where he wanted to be at, you know, as far as shooting was concerned. And his uh, three-point shooting was great. You know, it was at that level because he was taking 10 plus three-pointers, which is what you wanted. You know, you wanted to see those attempts uh, when he did that. So even when he hit that 31, he had 11 attempts. Mm. He hasn't had a 10-point, 10-attempt three-point game uh yet um since the all-star break uh all-star since also since the all-star break he hadn't scored in double digits until uh the 14th when they played sacramento so and and he sacramento utah and phoenix he scored double digits in but they were 13 12 and 14 and the issue i had with those is he was he came out hot you know what i mean I'm he bad came bad. out scorching yeah. you know what i mean it was like okay bet don't need that 25 tonight, Kobe. You know what I mean? Like, cool. And then you didn't see it anymore. For whatever reason, uh, you didn't see it uh anymore. So, and I wanted to say, like, I I enjoy watching his the evolution of his game. Like, he has gotten better at other facets of his game. He's learned he's got to affect the game in other ways, you know, if his scoring isn't on point. But my thing is you you, you don't want to not dance with the girl that brung you. You know what I mean? And the girl that brung you, bro, was was putting the ball into the bucket. You know, and the other game, I, I can't remember what game it was, Chris, but he had, like, 9 points, 7 rebounds, 7 assists, which is awesome. You know what I mean? Like, that I'm like, yes, cool.
1: I need that 19. You know what I'm saying? I need a one in front of that nine. You feel me? So, this is something I'm glad you brought up because I texted to, in a rant, like, they need to give Kobe more plays, more shots. Mm. More or something yes because like i understand like why he i think he needs more attempts and and more stuff ran for him and that that means he needs more minutes and i get why you know billy is like you know an offense the defense but to your point sometimes man like the, you just needs to just this game just like i'm gonna play you a lot of minutes this game yeah it's gonna happen and see because right. you because you're losing eight or ten anyway right <laughs> you know what i'm saying why not give you the 25 30 minute roll yeah you know um and have you drop you know your 20 because you're going to score like 20 some points right but uh, i do wish he's gotten it's so weird because clearly he's gotten better i wish he plays more minutes than not um that was really give him more minutes on the, on the floor uh I do sometimes get frustrated with him because I'm spoiled. i used to seeing Steve Kerr open, hitting everything. He's open. There are times when he is open and he mm. clinks it. I'm like, dude, you're open. Like I missed the Mr. Ones contested. Fine. Mm. But with the using the ball in the pick and pop, you know, in a in a in a kitchen shoot, that gotta be money, right. bro. <laughs>
0: No, the first thing that comes to mind when you said that was that Sacramento game when they made that comeback and got it to 90 to 89. And yes. DeMar gave it to him on the elbow. He was wide open. And I mean, I jumped out of my seat. and I was
1: like, oh, it was clay. Oh, like, ah, I I gotta, gotta be money, bro. That's what yeah. you're, that's your That's like what you do. You don't miss open shots. That's you're supposed to come in the game. Like, I'm not missing. And it's hard, right? I miss Steve Kerr, best three point shooters ever in NBA history. Hmm. But we know these jump shooters in the game, like. Like, you got to hit those open shots. Like, he shoots himself open. No, he shoots himself hot sometimes, which is cool, because he, he can get hot. And he doesn't play, like, a lot of minutes, like you said, 16 minutes in Phoenix. So, it's like, he doesn't get a ton of shot of tips sometimes. But when you open, you got to hit that shot. When DeMar gets double-teamed 10 times, he finally finds you on the corner, and you open to a catch-and-shoot. I'm at home, like, that got me money. And it's like, Clank's like, yeah, why you gotta, you gotta hit that one. That's
0: the one yeah, yeah. you
1: gotta hit. Ain't Laurie Marking like Kobe does hit bad breakers. Laurie yeah. would not hit bad breakers at all. Kobe does, but
0: I don't know. Laurie hit one the other night.
1: but <laughs> right, he does it all the time. Right, two nights Last straight. In cash. I, I'm sorry. I apologize. I shouldn't have brought up Laurie Markin and Kobe
0: and Yeah, he was cash, brother. The past two home. nights, he was cash.
1: I'm sorry, I love you, Kobe. But like, um, <laughs> but like, like that's my expectation of him. Right, is that when he's open. That should be that should be cash. It is not yeah. money all the time with him. Yeah. yeah. Money time a lot. But like you said, that that shot against uh Sacramento is like, you gotta, you know, the bar is like, please hit the shot. I'm tired of being a double team. and it clanks like, oh no. Yeah. But he's the only guy on the team that can do that, right? No one else really yeah. can. So, yeah. so, so it's so it's highlighted more, you know. Yes, yeah, because that's why guy. that's
0: why he's so important. Right. right. Exactly. That's why he's so important to this team uh with that. Um but yeah I, I expect them to get better and just get more comfortable because it's been different it's been difficult for him man I shouldn't say difficult, but it's been different for him uh and i o kind of coming out of that all star break uh, kind of you know they were and both of them were ramped up you know what I'm saying before the all star break you know they had found that groove but mm-hmm. when the elite team start defending you, you know what I mean they start game planning for you and putting your number on the board. You know what I mean, and saying, okay, how do we stop take away what you do best? You know what I mean. Teams are this is a, this is the compliment to how good the Bulls have been. Teams are game planning for Yaz now. You know what I mean. Yeah. So how do you uh combat that? They talk. I, they were, I was talking. There was an article today. Uh, I can't remember if it was today or not. But Joe Cowley was saying that. Um, how Tristan Thompson talked about that after a loss when he was saying uh, Memphis kind of put the blueprint out there on how to defend how to defend. Uh, the Bulls and Mm -hmm. then you saw Miami kind of run with it so it's out there now on what to do and now you're seeing what teams are doing now They're double team like I said a double team in DeMar and they're taking him away step one you know what I'm saying (laughs) like get him out of there and then make somebody else beat you and that's what the Bulls have they have other guys that are supposed to be able to beat you when they take away your best player you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so yeah it's nothing they can do but just hit shots and just get acclimated to it I don't know, man. Maybe Boos doesn't like this new ball. Maybe maybe he's used to the Spalding across his fingers than he is the Wilson. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know what to call know, it. How
1: much this blame goes on Billy Donovan because like
0: that's what so, I wanted to get into next. Chris was Paul makes
1: you do really good. I, I was in Twitter. I'm like, because like, exactly what I want. He made this from himself. Then, yeah. Well, you know, we gotta figure out our offense. I'm like, well, you the coach, bro. Let's figure it out. Like, aren't you the coach? And then now he's still saying the offense. Like, well, I see other teams like having offense. Mm-hmm. They know they're like oil machine, they know what they're doing on the offensive floor. Why haven't you figured it out yet? Really? Mm-hmm. You don't have Westbrook in Prime and Durant in Prime. You don't have Chris Paul making you look good. You know, you get great record it But yeah, I got this. This is why, you know, like you like great course like Monty Williams, you see them do well with less.
0: Right. Go, right. okay,
1: he has a thing. Monty Williams. Every coach, every team—that's why I like Monty, that's why we all like Monty Williams. We see oh, yeah, the coach. Sure. We see his yeah, team yeah, yeah. look like they know what they're doing on the floor. Right. They may not win, but they're right. to play, brother, and they know what they're doing.
0: Yes, correct. I don't see that the
1: Billy Donovan's offense. I see if Demar doesn't score fifty points for a whole week every game. That was—that wasn't Billy Donovan. That was Demar.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, what are you bringing on offense for this team? You no, know, at the point you point out the problems. But, like, what are you doing to solve? It? I beg, begging all year long to, like, get the ball to Vooch. And you keep hearing him say, well, what's in the offense? I even ask Kendall Gill, like, what the hell is the problem? He's the coach. Why can't he just say, get the ball to, um, to Vooch in the post? Well, you know, he does the type of coach, you know. I'm like, brother, like, we're on offense. And, and this is before Zach got hurt, right?
0: To
1: mm-hmm. a certain extent. When all their points would come from fast breaks and, and defense, but he could play the offense. Like, well, you know, I want to see something. Like you mentioned before, Phoenix was hurt. Mm-mm. A lot of teams we played. This is the this is the, this is the point you get into, right? Miami had like Miami had like three all 2 stars on the bench. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But guess what? They they had an offense. Yeah, they did. With new players that were on their team. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, Phoenix people are injured. They have an yeah. office, they run on a yeah. regular basis. You know what I'm saying? So like I got I don't see what the hell the offense of is Offense is, the system they're running is. And and maybe it's maybe is being inconsistent with a three-point shooter and they can't find I don't know what it is, but mm-hmm. I gotta I gotta see something from Billy. I gotta see the 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 you know I gotta see the identity from him. Like this yes. his team looks like they know what they're doing mm-hmm. on the offense when they run something you know because I've
0: not yeah. seen it. No, I agree. Uh if you remember when we got Billy Donovan, I continued to say the issues I have with Billy Donovan, I'm not concerned about yet because, you know, that's when the bulls are actually running. And I at that point when they got him, I was like he's they they don't even know how to walk yet. You know what I mean? It was like so I was like I'll deal with those issues down the road. Well, we're, we're down the road now, you know? What I'm and my issue had always been Billy Donovan was to, was not a guy for adjustments. Um he didn't care how, what you were doing. You know what I mean? He was going to continue to do the same thing. At least I saw. That's why I saw him doing OKC. Yes, he would exactly. do the same exact thing all the that's time my, mm-hmm. and wouldn't make the changes. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's how they were taking those L's uh, like that. And I thought that it would rear his ugly head. It's starting to uh, here. You, but the thing, the difference is, and I'll give him this uh, benefit of doubt on this one, is the team he has now, is a little more deep than most of the teams I've ever seen him kind of have. So he can go and and do different things with different players, whereas before it was uh, Kevin Durant, it's Russell Westbrook, or it's just Russell Westbrook, and that's it, and whoever else, and we're just riding a dying with that. He don't really have to do that here. You know what I mean? Like he can kind of pick pieces and put them you know, where they need to be on that. But I got to see it. You know what I'm saying? That, that, that it has to be seen. We got to see more of it. He's always been a guy that's been hands-off. You know, he's, he's let the players kind of, you know, figure it out, you know, run their thing. And that's, again, that speaks to the importance of Lonzo Ball. And this is why we talked about his IQ being so important on this team. Because you saw how wonderfully the team was being run when he was, you know, running that point guard. So, because he's the IQ. He's the one calling the plays. He's the one figuring those things out now that he's gone it's like who's that guy doing it for you you know who's calling the plays well it has to be your coach you know your coach has to be the one you know telling you where everybody is what you have to do where you have to be like that and i don't mind billy's style it's just it it has to be different for this team at this point in time right now because of what the personnel that you have it has to change you know what i mean you can't just roll them out there and let them roll they they got to know what they need what they need to be and what they need to do like the spacing i saw and, and Phoenix was terrible, you know, on the offense. It was terrible. The spacing was absolutely horrible. And defensively, I mean, they just have been struggling all season long. But they've had lapses where they've played OKD because they had, again, they had the mask. You know, you had Caruso, you had Alonzo. Uh, Man, I'm saying Alonzo a lot. But you had those guys uh, to mask those things that you were doing offensively and defensively. Well, now the coach has to be the mask. You know, you have to tell the players what you got a rookie point guard out there. You gotta let them know what to run. You know what I mean? You gotta let them know where to be, how to set these guys up. You know what I mean? And yeah, I need to see that. You know, I need to start seeing a little bit more from that, uh, from Billy, man. And yeah, it's 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 not a major concern for me yet, but it's a concern, I think.
1: Yeah. Um, you you, you haven't had a game where you went, and we know this game we went, that was coached.
0: Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like the team. Like Billy got like, us that <laughs> one. Right.
1: I don't I don't see I guess I don't like they're doing the same things. Oh yeah. like, you know, come in the game, Levine tries to run, pick a roll, get a ball, the, the vooch. And I, I don't know what they're doing. I don't I don't know what their their striving with their identity. I just don't know what it is. What I'm on. yeah. I don't know what yeah. it is. And watch that game against Phoenix, I'm like, people at Phoenix are like, oh, we got this team like, in the second quarter. Because you knew Phoenix was always going to have that style and consistency for all four quarters.
0: Right.
1: Bulls going to have one quarter, and then it's going to go away. And uh, that's right. the lead increases because Phoenix is always going to do what they do. They know right. what they do. Right. I don't know what the Bulls do. Even when DeMar was scoring a lot of points, that wasn't like design. That was DeMar. That's my point. You know what I'm saying? Like, Phoenix is off the ball screens and back screens and all that stuff. That's that's within the scheme of Booker. Booker's not a great right. point shooter, right? But he gets open a lot because they have plays that that go to his strengths. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, you see, all they actually they have on both sides of the courts for all their players. Mm-hmm. And like, the bar was just like being joined out there, just like I'm just shooting fadeaways at the, at the like that wasn't like a scheme. Mm. So I, I, I gotta see something from Billy. Yeah, you know. Like, I just, I just do. And like, to your point, okay. See, I did see that too, as well. You know, like you guys haven't done anything differently in the playoffs. Like you keep doing the same thing over and over again. Like I have to see something. I gotta see like a print on the game. Like we're running pick and roll three times in a row here. Right. You know, cause this is working for us. Mm-hmm. We're going to we're going to exploit the, We're going to exploit this mismatch three times in a row and build out the office because this is what's giving us points mm-hmm. or some kind of system or something. Right. You know? Um, Every team doesn't have all a roster full of three-point players and three-point shooters. and But I got to see something, man. And I haven't seen any kind of real adjustment um, on the offensive end from Billy Donovan. He's the head coach. Right. That's the job. He's the head coach. Got to
0: do it. Got to do it. All right. We'll end it there. Um, thank you all for checking us out. Thank you for listening. Thank you for enjoying. Uh, if you want more of it, you know what ahead, ballsports.com. Uh, we're on every pretty much every platform on planet earth where you can listen to a podcast At we are there you can check it out you can enjoy it you can laugh and you can do all that other cool stuff and also we got something for your body so if you want to put on something real nice even though the weather's getting nice out there you know what i mean you still get you one of these because inside when the ac's on you're gonna be like man it's chilly well, guess what I got for you? I got some nice, soft, and comfortable you can put on. You get you one of them ball hoodies, man. And it's amazing. You get one in black, you get one in white. Uh, we'll also have different colors uh, depending on what's going on that month. We had the Black History Month one. Uh, uh, someone sent me a, a photo of it. It was amazing to see. Shout out of it. Shout out to my man. Uh, that was great to watch, to see. Uh, he was rocking it. And I like seeing people sending me photos of it at, at the Bulls game you know, rocking them joints there, man, that's always cool to see. So, yeah, we appreciate y'all rapping, man, for real. But yeah, you can go get you one. uh, Head to ballsports.com, you know what I mean? Check out the stories at ballsports.com slash store. Um, You can head to
1: sports.com slash store.
0: Yes, and you can check that out and get you one of them dope hoodies. And all the things I keep hearing about the hoodies are, dude, these are really soft and comfortable. Like, yeah, that's that was the plan. Like. I, I like your shock. Like we were going to get some paper mache out here or something like, no, nah, man, you know, me and Chris love hoodies. We tested, like, we,
1: test, we tested the product before it went to, uh, to the people.
0: This is fact. We tested it right. You know what I mean? And and we both have a real affinity for our hoodies. And so we're not walking around, you know, in something that ain't right on us. So yes. So it was right on us. So it's going to be right on y'all. So y'all enjoy that. But Chris, please.
1: Yes. Uh, I do want to break some news here, Ben. You're being a little bit bashful. Um, you, you are on the new i'm 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 proud to say you're on chgo yes oh the people about about your progression into stardom my friend oh
0: (laughs) uh (laughs) yes i am also on chgo uh chgo bulls podcast uh with my guy matt peck uh my guy will gottlieb and uh our guy mark k all the way from australia he chimes in also um It's been up for a few weeks. It's pretty amazing to do, uh, covering all Chicago sports. Uh, But Matt and I and Will and Mark, we cover the Chicago Bulls, specifically uh, podcast and show every single day, five days a week. We're going to be up there, baby. So pre and post game, also for the Bulls. You'll check us out also. But yeah, go to CHGO Sports on YouTube. Follow us there. Uh, Check out the podcast. Those are also every single place uh, you want to hear it uh they're always fun always entertaining to do uh we always have guests i got john sabine uh stopped through he'll he'll be stopping through some more so you know the outsiders reunion you know was in full effect um definitely gonna have c-dub on there uh in the summertime and yeah man it's it's gonna it's gonna be fun y'all got a lot more to come it's a lot of fun happening make sure y'all check us out I boy i'm glad you said that because our boy kev jenkins hit me the other day like Yo, man, uh, where you at on lockdown, dog. I ain't heard you on here in a while. Where you been? <laughs> I'm like Kev, where you, where you been, where bro? You been, like, where you been, son? You know what I mean? At the CHGO. That's why I'm rapping it, man. So yeah, big shout out to CHGO and shout out to Kev Jenkins for always repping us.
1: Yeah, man. I'm proud of you guys, man. You uh especially, man. You do a great job and, and telling Matt to Matt, you know, I love you. I love you guys. You guys have great chemistry. And I'm just proud that you guys have like escalated, you know. Um you know, so much a professional podcaster is ridiculous. <laughs> and, you know, much as of, much as of we have done, ball and bulls, um, you know, here, it's, 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 it's cool that, you know, we could be part of like the ball, the bulls history, so to speak, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. even this podcast and ball and ball and bulls and you're doing, um, you know, locked on with mad and I said, this is, a, we are a part of a generation of Bulls stuff. This is true. And and you would definitely, you Matt definitely become more and more part of that. So it's a it's, a it's a to see. see you
0: yes, I know, you told me. Yes, <laughs> I know, you told me. Chris said, it, Chris said it, is, it in nicest a way as Chris can say it. He's like, man, I don't want to see all the games though. He's like, I love you. I'm watching. He <laughs> was like, but I, I can't watch that. He all.
1: was like, God point. I might, I might. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You like gambling though. So, you know, they're giving you free money. They're they're literally (laughs) giving you free money. They are. (laughs) Just telling you, they're giving you free money to do it. I mean, who don't like free money? Get get down, get down on y'all, but yes. But thank you um, and thank you all y'all for riding with us. As long as y'all have, we will continue forward. Yes, we will. So yes, more Ball on Bulls on the way for you guys to enjoy and to listen to and more CHGO Bulls podcast also. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for enjoying us. Thank y'all for loving us. Thank y'all ride with us. Love the Bulls as much as y'all love us, all right? <laughs> the playoffs are coming, y'all. Be excited. The playoffs are coming and the Bulls are going to be in them. I can't wait to see this. This is going to be great. For my man Chris, aka C-Dub, I am Big Dave. Y'all be cool. Be blessed. We out. Peace.